Hello and welcome to the Happy Little Futures podcast. As always, let's start with a lovely deep breath. So breathing in right deep into your stomach. And release. And let's get going. I feel relaxed after that breath. I hope you do. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit this week about self-care. Um, we've all heard the phrase. We've I spoke about self-compassion the other week. Self-care is different to self-compassion. Um, and I want to tell you what we're doing at home to help. Um, to help on the self-care front. So, as I mentioned a few weeks back, I've had a lot of ups and downs about homeschooling. I still very much want to homeschool, but at the moment the kids are happy where they are. I'm not going to pull them out. I'm going to let them stay happy where they are, and I will know at some point if I feel the time is right, if I feel that they're struggling, if I feel... I'll know anyway. I'll stop stop going if I, if I, if I. Mother's instinct will take over, won't it? And if if I pull them out in the future, I'll pull them out in the future. And that's okay. But at the moment, they are happy and they are okay where they are. Um, however, this has been a big, it's been a big thing in my life. Um, this term in particular, trying to, trying to become okay with the fact that I'm not homeschooling. And that might sound a little bit weird, <laughs> but it is anyone that has had this, has had this desire and this this need and feeling to homeschool and for one reason or another doesn't will understand that it's not something that it's not something that once they're in the system as I call it and once they're at it's not something that once they're at school it's it's that easy just to pull them out of um because they've made their friends they've settled in you're gonna have to unschool them you're gonna have to sort of really help them to restart life they might not enjoy homeschooling and want to go back to school and if that's the case then then where do we go from there um so it's there's a lot of there's a lot of what ifs and whenever I have a what if I'm sort of like yeah but what's the worst that could happen and it's like in in this instance the worst that could happen is they go back to school and that's only bad for me but at the moment as they're happy there I need to be okay with them being happy there so what I've decided to do is someone said to me I can't no they didn't say to me I actually googled (laughs) then no one said it to me I googled bad things about homeschooling and because I was just like I was in a moment of desperation I'm not a googler guys I'm not a googler not unless it's recipes or something like that um other than that, I don't I don't turn to Google because it just sets me on edge. But I did. I Googled uh, bad things about homeschooling. And one of the things that came up was that you don't... There isn't the separation between school and home. Which I thought was interesting on two different fronts. So one of them is that... I thought it was interesting on the front that... No, actually, that's a good point. There isn't the separation between home and school. And I also thought it interesting on the front that the way that I can see myself homeschooling um at this younger age anyway is not in a way that would necessarily require there to be a separation between home and school um it would be a very 
sort of a lot of a lot of it would be activities that we already do with them anyway um but just creating that space for them to develop sort of literacy and math skills and stuff like that um through that a little bit more than maybe we do at the moment so so it's not so I, I sort of had both thoughts really i saw both sides one which was well yeah this is fantastic and one which was um this is a fantastic point that is and one which was well that's a load of jargon that's come from someone that's not homeschooling um however i have run since then with the fantastic side of it the this is a fantastic point side because i had not thought of it like this before because like i said uh, i thought about some more the way that i just integrate schooling into our everyday activities which we do anyway um and so i have run with this and i'm using them going to school as an opportunity for me to teach them self-care at home now obviously i'm a meditation coach i'm big on mindfulness i teach people how to help their children with mindfulness um and how to bring it into their daily life we obviously do a lot of that anyway however what we don't do and well what we weren't doing so much is taking the time as adults to actually model self-care um self-care for me like i've said in the past would be having a bath um self-care for my husband might be sitting down and playing with his magic cards our kids are very like very different into very different things the eldest is big on crafts our middle one is getting into crafts but he's sort of he likes he likes big construction projects so he likes making a den and doing all that sort of stuff and our youngest is she she just loses herself in her own world basically um they're very different as a meditation coach one of my big things i i'm passionate about is the fact that children are some of the most mindful people out there they can have a moment and they can really like really just live in that moment and be present and as they grow up i feel that it's a skill that's lost and so what i'm trying to do is help people to maintain that skill within children and help children to maintain that skill so the way that i'm now doing this well i'm not there's lots of different ways that i'm doing this but a way that i'm doing this with our children now is i have said to my husband and we have agreed that weekends are self-care time we're going to model self-care to our children that means that come the weekend if all the big housework isn't done it's not done it means that yes we'll do the dishwasher we'll do the daily load of laundry we'll keep on top of the general sort of like cleaning that we do every every day um wiping down the surfaces and stuff downstairs um but unless there's a real reason for it we're not going to spend all day doing a massive tidy because that is the kids time and that is our time and what i want to teach our children is to slow down in a busy ever-changing time i want to teach them to care for themselves and i want to help them understand what self-care is for them so i have in my head the teachers teach the the boring stuff (laughs) and and we teach self-care and so home is self-care time home is where they learn 
what hobbies they enjoy, where they learn how they can embrace these hobbies, how they can be present in these hobbies, how they can develop their skills through the things that they want to do. It's where they learn that actually they've had a busy week and they're exhausted and it's okay that they just want to all sit down on the sofa cuddled up with some pizza and watching a few films and that's okay it's where we're going to teach them that in life there will always be ups and downs there will always be work to be done there will always be stuff that you should be doing however that doesn't mean that you have to do those things it doesn't mean that you are not allowed to take time to slow down it doesn't mean that you are not allowed to take time to live presently to do something you love and just to embrace the moment for what it is and I said last week about a video that I saw where as someone growing up in the 90s and the 80s we were brought up in a very different world to this with sort of this dialogue of all like you need to be doing something all the time like you're lazy if you're not doing something and as a consequence of the way that technology is sort of developed over the over the years that's actually quite a big curse and it's something that a lot of people like at the moment I'm seeing I'm seeing more and more that people are trying to almost unlearn that and I have I can't remember whether I said on the self-compassion podcast the other week I believe I did um about the fact that I've got this internal dialogue of uh, of I'm lazy, stop being lazy, you're being lazy. Um, when actually I'm not, I'm not being lazy. What I'm doing is I'm just taking the time I need to reset myself, ready to go off into that busy world and that busy time. And I think as that, I think that as well is a good place to highlight the difference between self compassion and self care. Self compassion in that in that moment is recognizing that I'm busy I've got a lot on I've had I've had mental ups and downs on my own over the past month or two um I've had all these challenges with not homeschooling and stuff like that personal level stuff and the self-compassion side is the bit that sees all of this it's the bit that sees all of that and goes it's okay that you are sitting down you have had a hard time of it recently and you need to just take it easy and rest. And that is the self-compassion side. And the self-care side is the bit where I am resting. I am, for the first time a few weeks ago at the weekend, I picked up a crochet hook. I don't know if I've said previously, but I used to have a little crochet business um, called Dino Titch Creations. It's still on Instagram um, and Facebook, although I mostly I just share stuff off here now um but you can see all the different creations that I've done and maybe as time goes by I'll start just putting up pictures of what I'm doing um because I haven't picked up a crochet hook properly in about 18 months until a couple of weeks ago and for many of you like if you just go into an office and stuff like that you may not you may not work do so do something you enjoy um or that you were previously passionate about but for me, I loved crocheting. It was something that I did for pleasure. And when I turned it into a business when our eldest was born, it was something that actually became became something that was a chore. It was something that I had to do because I had orders coming in. I had this to do. I had that to do. I had the other. So when I stopped doing that and started doing social media for musicians, um, I 
I didn't have the desire to pick up a hook. I didn't have to pick up a hook, so I didn't. So I didn't do any crochet. Um, and by practicing the self-compassion and the self-care that I have been, the other week for the first time I in ages, I picked up a hook and I put some rose on a blanket that I started making when our middle child was born. Um, of if you're if you're familiar with crochet, there's there's someone called Lucy from Attic Twenty Four. More than likely, you've heard of her. And she's got a moorland blanket on there. So when we were living up in Yorkshire, I started making this moorland blanket, big king size one. If it was if it was single, maybe it would be done by now. Um, but I started making this big king size attic twenty four blanket, and I have not got that far through it. <laughs> but I picked up a hook. I did that, and I just sat whilst the kids were playing. Our eldest was doing some crafts. Um. I think at one point we had all of us in different places that weekend as well. I was in the bath. The eldest was doing crafts at the table. The youngest was playing downstairs. The middle one was playing upstairs. And my husband likes to cook and he wanted to make something he wanted to, like, he wanted to eat for food for that day. So he was enjoying cooking in the kitchen. Um, but my point was, like, through practicing this self-compassion and practicing this self-care and this acceptance of, the fact that it's okay to sit down and do something you want to do. Um, I've been able to reconnect with myself a bit more and who I am and what I love. I'm able to model to the kids that it's okay to sit down at the weekend and do a hobby that you're passionate about, do something that you want to do, um, which is something that I wouldn't have done previously, I don't think. I might have if it was a really quiet time, but actually to sit down and to crochet in front of them and when they came over to go, well, I'm just finishing this at the moment and like that's okay because I've had a busy week. So we can do X, Y and Z together when I've just got to the end of this row so that it's not going to break. Um, or So I'm not, I'm explaining to them in the process that the reason I'm doing this is because I'm having a busy week and I deserve to. Um, and I, I've sort of said to them, like, you're doing your lovely craft because you've had a busy week and and you you wanted to do something you love and that's okay and sort of sort of showing the parallel so so yeah so self-care is it's something that's really hard to teach and it's something that actually to adjust to the mindset of if the house is a mess come the weekend we can't have self-care like it will be worse the other side of the weekend um to adjust to that is a little bit of a thing. It doesn't have to be bad. I'm decluttering like a maniac at the moment um, because I want to have that space for the kids. And I am finally seeing the effects of decluttering and that it doesn't take that long anymore to tidy up. And it doesn't take that long anymore to reset the house. So come Wednesday, I'm starting to think, right, I'm going to get their bedroom sorted again and sort of maybe change the sheets or whatever. Um, but just sort of get back on top of a few little bits, like a few a few bits in the rooms so that then come the weekend it will be more reset than not to um so that if they want to play they can play and they'll have that space and that that air like sort of i always feel like the space in the house is the same as the space in your head if you have the space in your house to do something you can see what you want to do if you have the space in your head to do something you can see what you want to do and and you can engage with it more presently and so in that sense, being mindful 
is very much the same as having a tidy house and being able to do what you want to do without having to tidy up first. Um, so that doesn't mean it's an easy journey to get in there, though, on either front. But if we can teach again, if we can teach the kids that by keeping on top of the house, they've lived in, in a mess. They, like, I've lived in a mess. Um, by teaching them that you can keep on top of mess and it won't get as bad it will hopefully help them to learn that that they'll be able to have that self-care time a lot more a lot more easily um and do the things that they love a lot more readily so so yeah so there's a so that's my that's my little bit so we're i'm okay at the moment with them going to school I'm not saying I agree with everything the way that school's done. I'm not saying any of that. But at the moment, they are happy in school. And that is okay. And that is where they they want to be. So they are there. And because they are there, that means that I can very much concentrate on teaching them the self-care at home. And the time that we have together can be very present. We can be very present with them. We can be very in the moment with them. And if we're not, that doesn't mean I need to feel guilty. That means that in that moment, maybe the self-care more than anything is what's needed. So, so it's some food for thought for you. A little bit about teaching that self-care and slowing down. Um, teaching them that it's okay to have hobbies and it's okay to do those hobbies when there's other stuff that needs to be done. Teaching them that if they don't take that time out for themselves and they don't take that time out to reset, then actually they may not be able to continue doing the things that they have to do further down the line. So on that note, we are going to take a final deep breath into your stomach and out through your mouth. And I can't wait to hear what self-care you guys do this week. I will see you later. <laughs>